Welcome to the Smarticle Podcast, where we take a good article and make it gooder. Here's the headline, big guy. Lab-grown meat just took another step closer to our shelves. You can find this lovely article in the IFL Science Magazine or website. Dr. Katie Spaulding is a freelance writer. Katie spent 10 years of her life studying maths, which is just about the upper limit on how much math she could do before people start actively avoiding you at parties. She could be found on the Twitter under the handle Super Math Kid. Uh, Brandon, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration announced this week that cultured meat company Upside Foods has passed the first hurdle towards being sold in the mainstream markets. Can we go woke or MAGA on fake meat? No, no, there's not. This is just a science oh, okay. article. I mean, I, whenever we get to science, although, you know, Dr. Katie Spaulding, she might be, but we're not going to, we're not going to, we, we just want to make sure that our audience knows where it's coming from. This is okay. from a science magazine, pretty straightforward. They're not talking about any of the bioethics of this. They're just saying this is what's going on. It's pretty okay. interesting though. Okay, Upside Foods, the company, has been in California. It used to be called Memphis Meats, by the way. Look at you, yeah. yeah. It's been in California for more than a half a decade, so far unable to sell its products commercially, but Upside has welcomed inquiry into its business, leading tours of the company and launching a full-scale PR campaign while they wait for regulatory approval. Still a lot of steps before the company can actually sell Brandon and his family their pseudo-meat, but <laughs> depending on how, how long all that takes, we may soon have the chance to find out if lab-grown chicken really is as good as it's been hyped up to be. Until then, the only way to enjoy a guilt-free bucket of wings is with a trip to Singapore, the only country where cultured meat is currently available to buy. So I was trying to figure out exactly, like, are they are they growing a ribeye or, like, a tri-tip in the lab? It seems like it's some sort of, like, chickeny, like, uh, 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 chickeny thing, and then, like, a beefy, like, um, uh, What's that? Uh, not beef, but like taco ground beef. So it's like a ground beef type thing and like a chicken patty. That's what they're growing. My sense of things are with this is that what they're doing is they're taking DNA from existing animals. Marrow, yes. Yeah, and they're creating in this lab, in a sense, this slab of meat. It sounds bizarre. There's this uh, great oh, book doesn't. called Oryx and Crake. Uh, by Margaret Atwood, and they talk about processed meat like this and fake meat. It is just simply, it, it's probably the same process as like cloning sheep, right? I mean, ultimately, exactly. you're, just, you're just growing yeah. this thing in a lab. But so there's no like legs, there's no brain. It's just simply, I don't know the science behind it, but they're simply creating this as an alternative to raising and slaughtering animals. So on one hand, I'm completely freaked out by this. Right, that there's these slabs of meat being grown in the lab. They're going to go into that chicken nugget. Although I'm not convinced right now that McDonald's hasn't been secretly doing this for years and selling them as chicken nuggets because yeah. they're just disgusting. It's like parts of stuff that we don't want to know about. That's right, what McDonald's. So, is doing. so ultimately, what if you if you take the other side and you say, well, what they could do is just take the absolute perfect part of the animal and, in a sense, clone it. In this lab, we would never be getting all the disgusting parts. We'd just be getting the chicken breast or the chicken, th whatever they wanted to, to create. And they're probably going to put it in some sort of processed form. 
you know, they can they can make things look like whatever they want them to look like, right? So you say, is it a ribeye? I mean, a ribeye is a, a very specific cut that when you look at I it, I was you kind know of joking. Yeah, I know, no, I know you were. But what I'm saying is that I can't believe there wouldn't be some barrier for this these companies because Memphis Meats can't be the only one out there doing this. There, there has to be some barrier from the visual aspect, right? People are going to, if they're going to consume this, it has to be somewhat normal looking or they're not going to do it, right? That would be my guess. Well, I mean, once again, when I first heard this, I felt like they were making a cow and then we would eat the parts off the cow. They're not, they're not doing that. They're making sort of a ground meat product that's really meat and they're making some sort of chicken breast type thing, right? So you're not getting a, a cloned cow. You're getting some sort of this meat thing, right? I personally, I am a ginormous uh, fake meat guy. Love the impossible meat. Love the impossible <laughs> chicken nuggets. But that's we not meat. That stuff. That's not meat. I know, but I like the, the the texture of it without actually having to eat meat. Like, who doesn't love a burger? I guess there's lots of vegetarians that don't like burgers, right? But if you could have a burger, like guilt-free burger, first of all, they say this all the time, the animal industry in America is disgusting. If right. you spend five seconds looking into the meat industry, you probably, you, I mean, there's a large percentage chance you become a vegetarian. Most people think like meat is grown on trees. No, it's slaughtered in a in a house from a pig that's grown in a pen in somewhere in Alabama. It's right, that disgusting. never ever leaves that little pen in no. her life. It's just no, horrible, it's disgusting. Yeah. It is disgusting. I when you were talking about eating the processed meats, I I heard our our vegan listener in New York City just yeah. leap through the plate glass window to their death because the thought of that probably just freaks them out. But I. I do see the efficacy of this. I do see if we could sort of eliminate these massive meat farms, if you will, where they're raising chickens in tiny little cages or cows. You know, I mean, cows have a huge impact on the uh, ecosystem, right? They they consume a lot. They produce a lot of methane. There's a lot of bad stuff in cows in general. So when people eat red meat, I'm always amazed people, it's like, oh, I love a good steak. I do not love a good steak. I am not a steak guy. never have been. I prefer chicken. Although I don't know if that's much better. Uh, and I'm pork. the exact opposite. I can't stand chicken for the most part. Well, that's weird. But because everything tastes like chicken, Larry. But I did think this was an interesting discussion. I thought it was really wild that this company's been around forever and they've never sold a single product. I'm like, who pays for Because they this? can't get regulatory. I know, approval. but how, how do they fund this whole operation? Is this really, have you, did you not read the article? There's I this did. Really smart, really smart doctor from somewhere who was like, hey, wait a minute, we're cloning cells for human beings. Why don't we just clone cells for animals, the beef, and start making it? Yeah, no, I understand the process, the scientific process. I'm saying, but how long can this business be in business and not make any money? I'm saying, who's funding it? I got some bad news for you. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot. Spotify still doesn't make money, Brohim. They don't? These tech companies, no. They've They've been losing money for 20 years. People just keep throwing it, hoping for that, that something's gonna stick. Exactly. Well, Tech we need. A, I got a. I'm, I got a podcast that, that people can throw money at. That's going to absolutely <laughs> blow the doors off of whatever you want to do. But but here's my thing. Look here. here I just want to paint this picture. We both like burgers. I ate a burger. Like but If you went to In and Out and they were like, "Hey, it's going to taste exactly the same. Everything's the exact same. It's just this uh, uh, meat, seasoned ground beef that was made from a uh, lab." Would you not eat that? If someone could prove to me beyond a shadow of a doubt, I know this sounds really weird, but I would be a little freaked out 
if it wasn't, if, it, well, no, what I'm saying is that if they could prove to me that it wasn't unhealthy, like that there was so, not something happening to my chromosomes, you know, uh, this meat wasn't yeah. doing something weird to me. Yeah. If it was just meat, like there's something, I mean, you got to think there is something very unnatural about this, right? So I, I know what you're saying. I mean, I know that there's plenty of things in science that take the scientific world and, and make it in a sense natural. I just okay. wonder I, I about just it. Point, I, I, the reflexive of that, of unnatural, right, is animals, when we were hunter-gatherers, animals roaming the earth and living like animals. But now they're putting pens by the gazillion. What's the statistic? There's some crazy statistic I read. But I, 70 billion animals are suffocated at birth or raised in tiny cages each year to produce today's animal meat and dairy offerings. So, I mean, is that natural? No, no, and that's what I'm saying. I don't. I would almost rather say that just become a vegetarian. I mean, I kind of yes. wonder if we should not just all I'm, go to a plant-based diet. I'm 65% vegetarian, maybe seven, maybe a week, 75%. I don't eat a lot of meat. I never eat chicken rarely unless I go to like Chick Fil A. I'm pretty, and it's all about the texture for me. I like the fake, all the fake meats, the fake chicken. <laughs> I put that in my fajitas. Fake chicken nuggets are better. The possible meat is better burger wise. All of that stuff. Although I do make my impossible burger, I dip it in bacon fat. But that's of course the, you do. Of course you do. No, the, no, no. Animals died making that bacon fat, though. <laughs> yeah, I think I think this is an interesting discussion. I, it will be really interesting to see when it comes to market, kind of what the public response is to this. My fear is a little bit that it's going to be like, hey, poor people eat fake meat while rich people eat the delicious ribeye. I don't know. I mean, I I get a little skeptical. I I do hope that if science can make a dent into the ills of the world, i.e. The, the, the animal production industry, then that's a good thing. Hold on. There is no way our world as we know it will survive unless science makes dents in large things, climate change, and it's going to have to be in meat as well. And it's going to be after clean cleanliness, gas, like you could just name the things that science is going to have to step in or we're screwed. And one of those is animals. How we live our life with animals is is not sustainable. No, I agree. Yeah, so I I mean I don't really have a you're far more passionate about this, but I do hear what you're saying and I do agree with you. I think that it's a conversation. The bioethics of this are fascinating to me. Like what's right and what's wrong and how do we do it and how do we come about it? But Larry, once again, you've taught me a lot about how to eat fake meat and how you love the texture of fake meat. So thank you. 